stretch like a detail. The physical changes are secondary. It's the mental transformation that gets people hooked on health and fitness. Welcome to the Mental Reps Podcast, where you've come to grow your mind in order to transform your body. I'm your host, Deanna. Let's dive right in. What's going on, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Mental Reps Podcast. I'm your host, Deanna, and I'm going to try to keep this episode short, sweet, and to the point for each of you because as the title suggests, this is an update on my current gut health journey. And I'm going to argue that the only people really tuning in to listen to said journey are either A, people who have been you know, following me on Instagram, have kind of heard a little bit more of this story, or B, which is probably more likely, you are dealing with a similar situation, a similar, I don't know, questions, comments, concerns. You, you want to know what's up, what's been going on, and what the heck I've been doing about it to potentially help yourself as well. So I just want to preface this episode with the fact and understanding and really, really, really make sure that you guys understand a a few different things. One of which, I am not an expert. I am not specialized in gut health or gut healing or the way the gut works. And in all honesty, I probably will never be even semi well-versed in everything because truly there is so much that goes into one's gut health. And there's a, it's a pretty blanket term that a lot of people use and that's great but there's a lot that goes into this. So I am not an expert. I am not specialized. I do not have any sort of, you know, specific knowledge or training or education in this topic. I am simply presenting what the heck I've been dealing with, what the heck I'm doing about it, and the knowledge that I have learned because of that. Because as you can imagine, if you're going through something personally, you're going to learn quite a bit along the way. And I'm very happy to present that information to you guys. But I am not qualified as a medical professional or anything like that. So please just understand that. And second piece of understanding this episode before we dive in is that my protocols, my situation, my symptoms, my solution is for me. It is specified for my current situation, for what's going on in my stomach, for the tests that we have done, the information that we have. This is as we always say, not a one-size-fits-all approach. And I know that we talk about that as it pertains to workouts or nutrition and what works for me in the gym may not work for you. This goes a step further. This goes five steps further. Okay, because if you're dealing with any of these things, any of these symptoms, and you just start to do what someone else is doing, not only may it not work, it could very well make your symptoms or problem worse. So please, please, please understand that. This is not, oh, D said she's doing this. I'm going to do that. Because if you have no idea as to what is causing any of the issues you're going through, if you are going through issues, if you're not, all the power to you. I'm very jealous. So if you are going through something, again, this is not a one size fits all take this approach because the last thing I ever want any of you guys to do is put yourself in a situation where symptoms get worse, your health gets worse, your health and your mental health declines because of it. No. You know that I'm here, I'm on this episode, I'm sharing this podcast, I'm doing all of these things always for the betterment of you so that I can help. And the last thing I want to do is hurt. So I have been you know, thinking about recording this episode for quite some time now, and I'm in the process of starting a whole lot of newness for my gut health journey and just a lot of things changing. And I haven't really sat down to officially one, fill you guys in, and two, give you all the updates uh, as well. And I know, like I had mentioned, I've been getting quite a few messages that a lot of you guys are going through similar situations or maybe even, you know, kind of going through it, but just confused as to where to start. So let's dive right in. This is what I've been up to. 
So I suppose I will give a little bit of background just for anyone new here. And I, I recorded an episode on this uh, a couple of months back, but very, very broad. I was in the beginning stages of figuring this all out. So to rehash a little bit of where this journey started before I dive into where I'm at now, I started experiencing quite a few stomach issues uh, back all the way in, I want to say like late June, early July. And nothing crazy. I mean, I, I'm, I typically like I don't know. I eat a lot. I eat a lot of food. I'm always eating. I'm always hungry. So for my stomach to feel a little bit bloated, never really odd or unusual because, hey, if you just ate a lot of food and then you look down at your stomach, like it's normal for it to be a little bit distended. So I didn't really notice much. And honestly, these issues could have started prior to it. Just nothing was red flag enough for me to actually notice. Um, but it was right around the end of June, early July. I was at my family's beach house in New Jersey uh, for 4th of July as we go every year. And just, I don't know, something didn't like feel right. Obviously being on the beach, I'm in a bikini for a lot of hours of the day. And I worked my ass off for my physique. I headed into that trip, lean bean shredded machine, feeling damn good, just being in a position where I usually am in the summer where I feel confident in my body. And I'm very easily able to talk about that because I'm so damn proud of the work that I put in to get there always. So for me to, I don't know, spend hours on the beach, be in a bathing suit and kind of always feel like, whoa, whoa what's going on? You know, stomach kind of distended, feeling really bloated, feeling extra bloated, eating my morning oats as I always do, looking down and being like, I honestly don't feel comfortable going to the beach in a bathing suit right now. And I know some of you may think that's ridiculous, but if you've gone through similar, you know, situations or you're going through it now, you know exactly what I mean, where it's just, you're looking at your reflection in the mirror and it just is not even you. And that was the first time I really recognized like something is off. Something is weird. Again, didn't really do much about it, neither here nor there, whatever it was, got through the week. I mean, I was fine and nothing was crazy happening, but Following that, again, this is more like 4th of July. My birthday is at the end of July. And I remember the weeks leading up to my birthday. It was to a point where I was doubled over in pain. I couldn't eat for hours and hours on end. I was exhausted, like beyond just my normal exhaustion. You guys know I get up, I go to the gym pretty early. It was to a point where I couldn't even pull my head up off the pillow. It just was like, what? what is going on? Everything kind of seemed to I don't know, start crashing down all at once. And I think that was probably because I don't pay much mind to how my body feels. I'm very disciplined almost to a fault. And if I've got shit I got to do, I get it done regardless of how I'm feeling. So, I mean, that's not to say I don't care how my body feels, but it, it never really like struck me as like, oh, something could be wrong until right around these weeks. And it honestly was the extreme pain that I was in for my stomach. Um, my mom used to just look at me and be like, what is going on? As I'm like hunched over in the kitchen, like gripping the side of my stomach, being like, my stomach hurts. And it, it just, it was a nightmare. It was a mess. And this went on for a good couple of days of like, I could barely eat anything without my stomach hurting. So obviously, you know, at this point I'm like, okay, something is wrong. And being in my position, I feel very fortunate to have some knowledge of the gut and your stomach and digestion. Obviously, being a health and fitness coach, I work with this a lot, not just for myself, but for my clients. So I, I tentatively knew, you know, something was off. And I knew that going to, you know, my primary care doctor was probably not the answer, but I was in so much pain where I was like, I need to do something. Somebody needs to see me. I don't know if my freaking, my appendix is, is going to burst. Like I didn't know what was going on. So long story short, went to my, well, long story, not so short. You guys know I like to talk. I'm doing my best. I promise. I went to my primary care again, not much answer. These, these physicians are not 
specialized um, for like the gut, right? I didn't go to a GI. I don't have a GI doctor. So I just, I started where I thought I could and they, you know, sent me out and got blood work done. Fast forward a little while longer, symptoms were horrible. They weren't improving at all. And it got to the point where I would look in the mirror every single day at the end of my day and be like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And my mom, being my mom, she's a little hard ass, love her for it. She is not one to admit when something's wrong. And I probably get that from her. Um, But for the longest time, you know, you're fine, you're good. Oh, you're bloated. You just ate, you know, whatever. Sweep it under the rug, under the rug, under the rug. And it got to a point where um, I was sending her pictures of my stomach in the mirror at the end of the night being like, mom, what, what, what is happening? What do I need to do? And when she finally was like, holy shit, that's really bad. That's when it struck me of like, yeah we've got a problem. So the pain had subsided a little bit, but honestly, the bloating was pretty bad. I I still would get pain after a lot of times that I ate. Digestion was just not where it needed to be. TMI, sorry, but not really. If you're talking about gut health, you got to expect to talk about poop at least a little bit. It just, everything was, was crashing down. Everything was wrong. So I went on the hunt to, I live in North Carolina now, try to find a GI doctor near me. Um, Again, I'd never been to a GI, so I was starting the whole process of being a new patient and going to see the doctors. And I had called them and they told me it was going to be about, I think they said like eight to 10 weeks before I could get an appointment. Um, And on the phone, I remember being like, okay, like, thank you. And I booked the appointment for however many months in advance. I was like, I'll just take, you know, what you've got available. And it was something absurd, like, November something. And this is back in like, you know, July, August. I was like, thank you so much. I'll take that one. Got off the phone and was like, okay, we need a plan B. So at the point of plan B, um, obviously I was going through, you know, people's Instagrams and trying to figure out, you know, different gut health coaches there. I have a few like friends of friends who specialize this and do it for a living. And they know, honestly, in my opinion, these people who specialize in these things know more about that and a different approach to treat it than just your GI doctor. So I had come across a woman on Instagram who, again, specializes in gut health. And uh, I had talked about this a little bit on the previous episode. Her and I ran a bunch of testing. And this is going to be the most important piece for anyone dealing with gut health issues. And I'm not just talking like I'm bloated after my meals. That does not quantify itself as like, we need to do an overhaul of everything. Okay, so don't don't get your, your panties in a twist with like, now I need to do all these tests. Like, you'll know if something is wrong. You'll know when your body doesn't feel right. And if that is the case, then yes, you need to go figure out what it is. You can't just start, you know, cutting out this and doing that. And I read this and I tried that because none of these things are going to work unless you do them for long enough. And like I mentioned previously, if you're not doing the right thing, you could actually make your shit worse. So go get your stuff tested. And that was kind of where I had started first. Uh, The woman that I was kind of working with back then, we ran a few different things. We got blood work done. Um, We did a GI map. And then we had attempted to do SIBO testing, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth testing, three different times. And I failed all three times. Every single time I got the results back, that results were inconclusive. We cannot da 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 da. And I would basically cry and get so frustrated. But we did try the at home SIBO testing. It's like a series of breath tests um, to figure out if SIBO was a piece of the equation. Again, because my bloating was so extreme, it, it was, you know, oh, wow, I'm having twins you know, next month by the end of the the night, every night. It just, we think that that is a piece of the puzzle as well. SIBO typically is when your stomach 
um, produces excess gas in reaction to certain foods. And a lot of times it's carbs and fats and sugars. It feeds off of that and then it blows your stomach up. The gas gets produced and clearly that's not a normal response. So we think that may be part of the puzzle, but like I had mentioned, SIBO, I never actually got confirmed with because I fucked up the testing. I don't know. My fault, their fault, who knows, uh, three times. So at that point, I just gave up. I said, I'm not doing this shit for a fourth time. No way. So the biggest piece of the puzzle, the you know testing that gave me the answers that I have now was my GI map which is a stool test. You send in a stool sample and they run it through uh, dozens of different things. And they print out this whole write-up of every bacteria that is located in your stool. And it tells you normal ranges, high, low, in between. It gives you a whole write-up. So in my GI map, that is where we uncovered a whole shitload of problems. And some of which are kind of like, eh, neither here nor there, you know, could be something you ate prior to, could be this, could be that, but I had quite a few like, oh gosh, this is the issue. So of the problems, we have H. pylori in an overgrowth. We have candida in an extreme overgrowth. We have C. diff, which is short for something, I'm forgetting the name, C. diff, which was super high. And then I also have a parasite in my stomach, which don't even try to ask me what the name of it is. I couldn't pronounce it if my life depended on it. So one, two, three, four different things that were like, ooh, that's bad. Ooh, that's wrong. Ooh, that, ooh, ah, ooh. you know what I mean? So with that, it was like, okay, very clearly the symptoms you're experiencing is not just bloating. It's not just in your head. You know, you're not just stressed out because I started to hear that a lot as well. It's like, oh, I'm stressed. That's why my stomach's bloating. And I'm like, I really do think there's a problem. And there was. So the one interesting thing to note with my GI map, which uh, the woman who worked through all of this and kind of explained everything to me, it was really interesting, was that it there was, um they test for something with like basically your immune system and your immune markers. And typically when you have a parasite, you've got candida, you've got H. pylori, you've all these things, your immune system is tanked because your immune system is located, almost all of it, in your gut. So if your gut is like compromised, your immune system is going to be compromised. Think about like, I don't know, an FBI agent who's like undercover or something along those lines, right? If they're now compromised for whatever reason, whatever they're undercover with, they found them out. It is what it is. The whole thing, what's going to happen to like the FBI as a whole? It's not really going to function the way it needs to because its main worker is not functioning the way it needs to. So that's kind of how you can think about your gut and your immune system. If your gut is out of whack, your immune system is out of whack. And then typically you're sick all the time or you're a lot more susceptible to sickness. So the one really interesting thing about my GI map with all of the shit I have going on is that my immune markers were really, really good. She's like, I'm shocked. I've never in my life seen somebody with so many issues have really strong, solid immune markers. And I was like, I am going to take pride in that. I don't even know if that's a compliment, but I think it is. So that's cool. But she was basically explaining to me that the fact that I live such a healthy lifestyle, the fact that I'm taking certain supplements like my reds, like my greens, like my multivitamin every day on a regular basis, those things are helping to kind of support the compromised gut as much as I can. And it's helping my immune system stay really strong as well. So not to get on a whole supplement spiel, but making sure you're taking the right things for your overall health, whether you have problems or not. Like I've been taking reds, greens, a multivitamin. I've been taking those things long before I started to have gut issues, long before I started to feel bloated. And they have now helped through the course of this journey, build a really strong integrity in my gut where my immune system can still be rocking and rolling and I don't get sick every six weeks or anything like that. So that's my little end spiel on supplements. If you guys want to check out the supplements that I take, you can tap the link in the description of this episode. 
I use first form for all of my supplements. I digress. That's the end of that. With all of the issues that I was experiencing and going through, and we kind of identified, we started a very specific round of protocols. And this consisted of a specific uh, diet, like things to avoid, things to eat, do this, don't do this kind of deal. Um, it, it was a very specific round of, I want to say they're like 12, <laughs> 10 to 12 different supplements, um, all intended to either kill off or grow or boost or this. They all have a specific purpose. Again, do not ask me what they are. I don't know. Um, supplements were very specific. And then again, kind of just focusing on my overall stress level. So decreasing training intensity um, was advised, decreasing cardio also advised. So to go into that a little bit more specifically again, because I know I'm going to get questions on, well, what are the supplements or what's this or what's the diet? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it does. And I wish I, I wish I could help more. But if I say, and again, I can't even pronounce half of these supplements. If I were to go say the name of it, first off, I don't even know if you can like purchase these on just the market as a normal human being. You probably can. You could Buy anything on Amazon at this point, but I don't know where you could find them. But even so, it could make your problem worse. If you're bloated and you go buy XYZ supplement that I've been taking, who's to say that that supplement is not going to feed whatever bacteria it is that you are dealing with? You know what I mean? Like this is very individual, but I just want to show you guys kind of the coursework that I've been going through because you could take a similar route and find a plan that's specific to you. So supplements were given, um, advisements for my diet were given. She kind of told me to, you know, loosely follow the candida diet, which candida is a yeast and basically feeds, it's a bacteria and it feeds off of carbs and sugar. So anything carb heavy, sugar heavy, process this, my crumble cookies that I love so dearly, it's basically like you ingest it and it just feeds that bacteria. And then obviously the bloating occurs and the slow digestion and XYZ, you name it. So we were kind of loosely following a candida diet, which if you guys look this up just out of curiosity, it's very, very particular. You can have this fruit, but not that fruit. You can do, you know, this kind of protein, but not that kind of protein. You can have this starchy vegetable, but it just, it's very specific. So when we had started this, it wasn't that I needed to follow it to a T. Again, kind of cutting out certain things, obviously no processed anything, no artificial anything. So my diet for it's been about five weeks of those those protocols uh was very very clean and i kept saying i'm like this is awesome it almost forced me to eat the way i should eat and you guys know i eat very healthy but i do indulge in a cookie from time to time i do indulge in some sweets there's probably not a day that goes by that i don't have some sort of chocolate like so going through this and knowing that every time I eat something like that, it is directly fueling the fire. It was a very good eye opener to just say, okay, you know what? This is not, you know, good for my body. So I went totally clean cut everything. My meals were a clean, lean source protein, uh, a very, very minimal amount of carbs, uh, lots of veggies, just really, really wholesome. And I'm not gonna lie, I started to feel better. I started to feel a lot better with symptoms, bloating started to decrease a little bit, digestion got a little bit better. Um, it wound up being like, you know, I had to take 10 freaking pills at breakfast, another 12 at lunch and this, like everything was just divided up across my meals. And um, from a macro standpoint, carbs were decreased a little bit just to kind of see for the first couple of weeks how my body would respond and really positive that it was working and moving in the right process, moving in the right direction. So with all of that, this kind of brings me to where I'm at now. So I'm actually working with a different individual now. And the reason being nothing wrong at all with the first go around. Um, it was just a lot less, uh, I guess not specific because it was very specific to me. It was a lot less high touch 
um, where it's kind of more like protocols were given, go do what you got to do. We'll follow up, you know, six to eight weeks, kind of more so like a doctor, you know what I mean? Where you'll go into the doctor and something's wrong. Like you don't go back to the doctor every day, every week. You don't figure out, you know, make adjustments, how you're feeling. It's, it was kind of that direction. And again, nothing wrong with that. I just, in my situation, because of all of the things that I'm dealing with, because of me being who I am and wanting to be, you know, as close to quote unquote, perfect as possible, I needed a little bit more high touch. And I also want to be able to kill off and work through and improve all of this crap as quickly as possible. Because at the end of the day, I'm very well aware of the fact that this is going to take I don't know, eight, 10, 12 plus weeks of near perfect consistency to truly kill off everything that's in my stomach. So you pair that with the fact that I was like kind of loosey goosey, kind of following this, not really following that, just unknown. I I needed a little bit more accountability. So now with the current coach that I am working with, we have started, uh, this is technically, I got to I guess I'll restart my countdown. I mean, I did five weeks of the first round of supplements and now we're starting. Everything's in the mail. It should be here by like tomorrow uh, with another round of supplements. So we're about five and a half-ish weeks into my gut health healing journey where I'm actually doing things for it. Um, But with my current coach, we have changed up things a little bit as well, which is kind of what sparked this initial, you know, redoing of my gut health journey. So where are we at now? With this current coach, I just started very recently. It is way less calories than I'm used to consuming. And I pride myself on the fact that I eat a decent amount of food every day. And it drives me nuts when people think, oh, she has abs, she's thin, she's shredded, she's this, she's that. She must not eat. Like, bitch, I eat so much food and I pride myself on the fact that my metabolism is through the roof. Mm. So with a metabolism through the roof and the fact that calories have been significantly decreased, um, we also need to make quite a few adjustments to just my day-to-day. And again, this is why this is so individual. My specific calorie requirement that I'm at, as well as it being very, very, very low carb, is specific to the fact that the bacteria that I have in my stomach is feeding off of carbohydrates. So how do you kill something? You starve it. So how am I going to starve it? I need to eat a lot less carbs. So of course, I'm not eating zero carbs per day. I would be on the floor right now. I probably wouldn't even be able to record this podcast, but we are just about as low as we can possibly get without me being on the floor, not able to record this podcast. So it's already, it's a challenge. And I'll be totally honest, it's, it's, it's fucking hard. And being someone who is so intense with everything that I do, my training protocol, my nutrition, my work, my everything I do is a hundred and fucking 50% every single time. To understand that and then knowingly recognize you can't do that now is really hard. And it's not even like, oh, I don't want to do that. It's that my body can't keep up with my normal go, go, go on a fraction less fuel. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to cut your calories, your food, your carbs, not in half, but you're going to cut them in half, you can't expect to operate at 100%. And that's been the hardest pill for me to swallow because the last thing I want to do is compromise everything I've got in my day-to-day, my workflow, my clients, my everything, based on the fact that I can't string a fucking thought together because I'm so depleted. <laughs> and I'm being dramatic. I know I am, but it's 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 also really, really hard. So in addition to that, like I said, we've had to also navigate just changing my lifestyle because actively, you know, I get 12 thousand plus steps a day. I'm constantly on the go. I'm constantly moving. It's hard for me to even sit here and just sit still and record a podcast because I'm just so on the go. And I love that. But on a fraction less calories and also not trying to lose weight during this process, 
it's incredibly important that I also decrease my overall energy expenditure. I don't want to be in a calorie deficit. I don't want to be losing weight. I'm not trying to get shredded from this protocol. I'm trying to heal my gut and do everything in my power to maintain the muscle mass that I have while surviving on a lot less food. So right now, training has been dialed down to four days a week. Um, and it is, uh, it kills me. It kills me because I can't push the way I want to push. I can't go crush a leg day the way I like to crush a leg day. I, I can't hit PRs or like, I'm just supposed to be kind of in and out of the gym, basically just being very intentional with my movements, getting some blood flow to the muscle groups and doing what I need to. And that's it for maintenance, just maintaining the muscle mass that I have. So it's a huge adjustment. It's a lot of tempo work as well. Obviously, if I'm not going as heavy with something like Bulgarian split squats, but you add a tempo to it where you're going three seconds on the way down, hell yeah, it's going to be a lot harder with a lot less weight. So just kind of changing up really the entire style of my training, the entire style of my lifestyle, and the entire you know ins and outs of my nutrition, it's a lot and I keep discounting that in my head when I'm tired or I'm cranky or I'm just frustrated or I feel overwhelmed, I have to sit back and remind myself that everything that I know and do and is different. And like, it's very fucking hard. So if you've ever gone through a gut health protocol like this or something similar, or maybe you've never done it at all, and I don't want to scare you away from doing it, but you got to be, you got to expect and be ready to make some changes because you didn't get into your current situation more than likely uh, in a one day, you know, deal. You didn't eat something bad and then all of a sudden you have all these problems. And if you just don't eat that thing anymore, you're good to go. It's going to take a lot of work to undo. So right now I'm in what's called like the kill off phase of killing off all of the bacteria in my stomach. And you do have good and bad bacteria. Right now, my bad bacteria has taken over. It's stormed the capital. We are freaking, it is bad. So what we need to do right now is kill everything and then actively and consciously work to just regrow the good bacteria. And the way my coach kind of explained it is like good and bad bacteria, it's kind of like a race, right? When, when things are not ideal, you're in a compromised situation, it's a race to see which one of them is going to be fed. And for the longest time now, the bad has been fed. It's been fed, it's been fed, it's been growing, growing, growing. So once we kill everything off, we have to be very, very active and precise with regrowing the good quickly so that that takes over. Because then what will happen is the good bacteria will then eat the bad bacteria in a sense. So we want to really make sure that once this kill-off phase, um, which could be anywhere from 8 to 10 to 12 weeks, is done, that we actively introduce you know, probiotics or probiotic-rich foods and certain supplements that will allow my body to rebuild the good. And then hopefully I'm not in a position where I have to deal with this moving forward. So nutrition way different. <laughs> Training, way different. I've been advised uh, no more than six to eight K steps a day, uh, which I, as I mentioned, is a lot less than what I typically do. I'll be doing kind of weekly check-ins with my coach as well, just to keep up with how supplements are going, how I'm feeling, energy, nutrition, what we need to change, which that's the piece I'm really excited for is the accountability of all of this and also the understanding so that I know and can be educated in what's going on in my body. Because I want to know the why. I want to know what's happening. and I want to know what to do about it. So it's a lot of newness. Um, and I'm actually going to go get blood work done uh, later on this week. We are going to be doing a lot more testing. That's that's another thing with this, guys. I'm going to be totally transparent. This process is very expensive. This process is very expensive. It's not just the coach. It's not just, you know, 
it's the coaches, it's the supplements, it's the fact that I need to go to the grocery store every three days because if I don't have exactly what I need and can eat in my fridge, I, I'm shit out of luck. Like I have to keep my fridge constantly stocked with all of this food. I have to pack my food with me on the go everywhere that I go. The cost of all of the, you know, the GI map, the SIBO testing, the cost of all the blood work, it's very expensive. It's very expensive. And if I were to go to a GI doctor, they could probably prescribe me an antibiotic that would wipe out everything in my system and say, sayonara, have a good seven days. You'll be good to go in a week. And some people will go that route. And I don't think there's maybe anything wrong with that if that's the route you choose to go. However, I do understand that that could potentially be what got me here in the first place. Just overuse of antibiotics and medication through you know my years of college, being an athlete, just constantly needing to feel good, be healthy. And it was obviously a quicker route to just prescribe a medicine be back out, out out of practice, right? Prescribe medicine, be back competing, like go, go, go. So that has something to do with just what got me here as well. Cause that's a big question I get too, is like, what caused this? And that's something I continuously ask, like what caused this? So honestly, it's, it's a combination of uh, high stress lifestyle, just being so go, 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 that my parasympathetic nervous system, the, the nervous system that helps you rest and digest and heal, um, has pretty much been shut down by my sympathetic nervous system, which is that fight or flight, go, 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 how I live my lifestyle that I joke about. And it's great and I get shit done, but it's not great when I don't know how to turn that off and it's now completely over overrided the other system. So high stress, um, you know, antibiotic use quite frequently in my past with really no ever understanding of how to rebuild good bacteria in your stomach, which is extremely important. After you take antibiotics, you have to do something to rebuild the good bacteria again, because it's important. Um, never did that because I never knew that. So that's a, a, an area as well. And then also just me being on birth control. And I don't want to get into the rabbit hole of birth control on this episode, because I promise I would keep it relatively short and sweet. Uh, but being on birth control uh, has a lot to do with um, my stomach. And I've been on birth control for upwards of eight years now. So it has been quite a while. And I'm talking like hormonal oral birth control. Um, and what it does over time is it decreases the pH of your stomach which then puts your stomach acid in a compromised position. You're not able to actually digest food. A lot of it then goes through your gut. It gets stuck in your, it's a whole whirlwind of shit. And coming on this podcast today, I can't assure you guys either yes or no um, to the question of, am I going to stay on birth control or not? Um, because it has been advised that it would be very beneficial for my gut health journey to come off of it. However, I'm not entirely sure I'm ready to come off of it. And Again, that's a whole other conversation, but that is definitely a piece of the puzzle when it comes to your hormones being regulated, your stomach functioning the way it needs to, the, you know, stomach acid, your gut, it is everything you do is related, everything you do. So that's a piece of the puzzle as well. Again, there's no specific, this caused this, it's more so a, you know, long list of things over time could potentially cause me to be dealing with what I'm dealing with. So at the end of the day, it's going to be, I'll try to keep you guys updated. I don't know if like a once a week update, I feel like is a little excessive, but uh, maybe just keeping you guys updated through Instagram, maybe doing a few updates as this protocol continues with anything that is changing just to kind of keep you guys involved. But it's been a lot. <laughs> it's been a lot. And dealing with this every single fucking day since July. Um, it's a lot. And to not feel my best kills me. To not have energy is frustrating. To feel, you know, tired and groggy and frustrated and cranky. That's not me. That's not who I am. That's not my personality. That is, I'm not a negative person. Like, 
I feel like I'm being stripped away from like who I am in, in the process of rebuilding a better version of me. And I get that. It's just, it's really hard. It's really hard. And it's hard to be around friends and family. I can't eat their food, be around like, Oh, let's go do this. Can't do that. My boyfriend wants to take me to dinner. I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll pack my Ziploc baggie of, you know, chicken and, and green beans. Like it just, it's an entire lifestyle adjustment. And it's kind of like putting my life on pause for eight to 12 plus weeks. I mean, maybe it'll be shorter. That would be fantastic. I'm not hoping for that because I just, I don't know. I feel like it's not going to happen, but it's really difficult. Um, and again, this is why I'm sharing this journey and trying to be as transparent as possible because nobody deserves to feel like shit. And if you do feel like shit and you don't know what to do about it, that's even more frustrating. And that's where I was for a very long time. Who do I work with? Who do I talk to? What doctor do I go to? What da, 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 da. It's very, very frustrating. So hopefully if anything, this paints a little bit of light and helps you figure out exactly what your next step is. Um, but I appreciate you guys just listening in and I appreciate every single one of you who has asked, you know, how you feeling? What's going on? Um, that means the world to me and your support is, is everything. And I'm excited to keep this process going because I know it's been a lot, but uh, hopefully it's almost done. So 2023 is the year of healing from the mind, body, and soul. I don't know. It's it's going to be a total different me, a total zen D for 2023. And you guys are going to need to hold me accountable to that because everything in my body is like, go, 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 go for a walk, get your leg day. Da, da, da. Yeah, I just need to relax. I need to relax. So cheers to that for 2023. Thank you guys for tuning in to today's gut health update. And as always, 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 if you have any questions at all, uh, you want to keep this conversation going, you can tap the link in the description and join us in the Mental Reps Podcast Facebook group, um, which I would love to be able to just chat and, and grow that community in there as well for any of us who have been dealing with something similar or my DMs are always open. I love hearing from you guys on there as well. So thank you for tuning in and I'll catch you guys later.